Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. We're going to talk about scaling your property business. Absolutely. And where are we starting, Kieran? We start with the foundations. Very good place to start. That's always a good start when you (laughs) start with property, start with the foundations. Yeah. No, but it's true in business as well, isn't it? Start, Start with your foundations. And by your foundations, what I mean is you can go into you know, your property business and you can say, okay, well, I've got this, I've got that X, Y, and Z. I've got this many properties. I've got that much coming in. Okay, cool. I can manage that. I do a bit of this. I do a bit of that. And you don't document any of it. And because you don't document it because you're not doing it. You're, you're, you're personally involved in all of it. So you're personally involved. You know what's going on. (sighs) That paperwork, that admin side, it's just... It's an extra layer that I don't need because I'm personally involved in all of it. And that's where you start already, right at the beginning on this foundational level, start coming unstuck. Because once you get to a certain, the next level, you're going to have other people doing this. And if you want them to do it your way, or if you've got documentation, you've got the admin side of it, you can go, here is what I have done. I would like you to do more of the same. And it allows you to have a system and a process in place already from the beginning um, that you can give to anyone and anyone can read it, learn it, implement it. And so that's, that's where I would start. I would start with just take notes, note down everything you do in a day. I tell you what would be fantastic. Do you remember... We came up with that particular model about, I think it was the six F's. Do you remember when we said finding, funding, fixing, Find, fund, flipping? fix, flip, yeah, finance, those, refinance. Yeah. yeah. And so I think what we should do maybe next week is talk about that. Because I think, I think that was pretty genius, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that worked really, really well. Yeah. And, and, and because I eat my own frogs and you know follow my own advice... Shaz already knows this, but I've documented all of that. Aren't you a good lad? Well, it's, it, it just it just goes to show that we are we are eating our own cooking, and that when when we you know give out this sort of suggestion and say you know if you start documenting early, it's a lot easier to add things on or take things away as and when you need them. But to start with a blank piece of paper when you're you know seven years down the road is a lot harder and so we we developed this find fun fix finance flip um model um and we documented the whole process and the whole thing from start to finish um yeah and it isn't easy but it took us a while and we had to do a lot of deep thinking uh but it's stuff that people can use and obviously get results uh, and we've done the heavy lifting for them it's a cookie cutter process, as you know, and I think that's 
something important as well in terms of scaling up is having that cookie cutter process, whether it's given to you by somebody or you create your own so you can rinse and repeat. Yeah, absolutely. And and I and I, th- I think it's really important regardless of, yeah, when when you think about scaling your business, how far does it get before it breaks? What's the breaking point? And I think that's a really good question to ask. Yeah. Or as the stuff that we sometimes do, by the way, and, you know, happy to openly share, as you know, is we say, let's now get busy with doing stuff so we get to breaking point. And that's an, a marvellous thing to do, isn't it? Because that then forces you uh, to make sure that your business operationally, uh, financially, uh, and in every other sense as well, by the way, uh, process-wise as well, okay, is enhancing developing evolving improving okay as you're putting more strain onto it and for you and me as uh, as you know the strain is okay how do we improve the sales and the marketing and then bring in the efficiencies uh with that and yeah. uh, and yeah and the 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 other nice thing about looking at scaling growing developing your business is how how do you make yourself irrelevant because yeah. that's that's really really scary yeah how how do i make my business so efficient so systemized so process driven so data driven that if i'm not there it will continue but that's the only when time you have a business, don't you, Kieran? Yeah. Because at any other point, okay, you have a job, people dependent, or a person. Yeah, you got a job. You like I said, you got a job, and you, you've got a people dependent business. And what you never want is a people dependent business. You want a process dependent business. Yeah, because if that's pretty much utopia for most property investors and most small business owners. Yeah. If if you and I never never went back to back to the office, certain processes wouldn't happen let's be honest we know they wouldn't they've not been integrally systemized yet um but we're working towards it we are we are working towards these things um we're ever growing ever developing um there's a lot to learn there's always a lot to learn but there's a lot of it there's a lot of things that would just continue regardless yeah the majority of them absolutely yeah and that's a really nice place to be and the nice thing about that level of growth and that 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 where you where you're at, where you're where you can take a step back is taking a step back doesn't mean leaving the business and i think a lot of business owners and small business owners and entrepreneurs sometimes get in their own way with this is the oh but the business needs me the business needs me the business needs me but what if it didn't what could you do what could you achieve because you've already developed one business and you've systemized it and processed it and made sure that everyone is following it. And you know you can check in and as as long as you check in and the systems are being followed, the process, the business is working, the model's working, it's stacking up, it's scaling. So now you've got... And you got... can't tell it. If, it. if it relies on a person or a very small group of people, then it's not saleable, is it? Why would somebody buy your business? Because it's pretty much worthless to some extent. What they might buy is... 
your client customer base or the contacts or some other part of your business which may have some value but that's not okay, but the as valuable value as an in, entire in business it. yeah yeah because it doesn't work with, without you so there's a lot of mileage in doing that uh to make sure that at some point when you want to exit you've got some capital value there okay and it's the same as we've talked about property haven't we did do two things the first one is create cash flow monthly cash flow which is profit okay i mean cash flow isn't exactly profit but i'm just simplifying but, but simplifying it, okay? yeah yeah and then also then you've got capital value building up over time and then you get obviously the best of both worlds and that's how a business should be okay create monthly cash flow okay make sure it's making profit and then also it increase enhance improve the capital value so at the end okay all your hard work that you put in over the years it has given you a monthly return but at the end it gives you a big fat juicy check okay which is the capital value of your business yeah yeah exactly that and but it also means that if you yeah let's take um for argument's sake a property investment business can't imagine why i thought of that um <laughs> but the reason you the reason you get paid the big bucks Kieran. well i get paid the bucks um, <laughs> <laughs> but if you've if you've developed your business um and systemized it to a point where say your primary strategy is buy to lets and you know one half of the one half of the business focuses on finding funding and refurbing the properties and the other half focuses on tenants longevity within the business management maintenance and that side of it but both systems are processed and systemized well okay what what do you do next well you continue scaling that business because you've got the systems and processes in place but then you might look at it and go yeah, but do I want to open another one within the property sphere that does something slightly different? Maybe serviced accommodation. Maybe you look deeper into HMOs. Maybe you start commercial conversions. It gives you that freedom to to look at those options in depth rather than rushing around like a headless chicken, which a lot of, you know, well, a lot of staff do, let alone a lot of business owners. And business owners work harder than the staff, I promise you that. Um, and then suddenly you've got that breathing space to go, okay, well, I want to start something else. I want to do something else. Or, heaven forbid, you go, I'm going to take the family away for, a, for three weeks. I know the business is going to be okay. I don't need to be attached to my phone. I can focus my energy and my time on my family and that's magical because you only get one one chance to see your children grow up yeah absolutely but i think obviously linked with that which is an, an important point you make about scaling up is to some extent you have to diversify yes okay uh, and don't put all the eggs in one basket that's gonna help you to scale up uh, and linked with that is to scale up, to truly scale up. For most people, this is, by the way, because there's always anomalies, okay? There's always a Facebook and a Google and an Apple and all those type of businesses in every sector, in every industry. 
But generally speaking, you've got to have more than one stream of income. So as you've said, you've got your bike lets, then you start, okay, now let's look at service accommodation. And then, okay, I'll add on to that commercial conversion. So you now, now you've got three streams of income, diversified to some extent, okay, because they are three very different types of businesses, even though they're in the world of property. Yep. Uh, and You've actually got now, four because you've also got all your tenant side of it. Yeah, exactly, yep. And then you've got your opportunity now to scale up very, very quickly. Uh, and obviously, when I say very quickly, quick to one person might be buying two properties a year or buying one property a year, and somebody else might be adding 10, 15 properties a year. And that's not for you and me to obviously tell people what quick or what slow means to them. That's for people to decide themselves. But if they're looking to scale their business, uh, then diversifying and having more than one stream of income is important. And I think also, Kieran, what's important is scaling up doesn't always mean, okay, having more properties. No. Scaling up to somebody, somebody could mean, okay, that I am going to improve the efficiency, I'm going to improve the profitability, or I'm going to get out of this particular sector, okay, and go into a different sector or a different subsector or sub-niche, okay, and use my money wisely and find ways where I can improve my profit by 50%. So I've scaled up my profit by 50%, but I'm not working as hard. So I'm working less, but use, making more use of what I have in terms of resources and capital. So I'm, I'm being efficient and effective. And that's also scaling up. Yeah, absolutely you've it is. Your, it, you've it, scaled up your profits. Yeah. Not the size of your business, but you've scaled up your profits. And, and something interesting you said there is that you can scale it up so you're not working as hard, but you're getting more cash flow. And the, re the reason why I bring and draw attention to it is because a lot of people mistakenly connect two dots that aren't actually connected. And that is level of hard work, level of income. And in some cases, yes, but in the majority of cases, working harder doesn't necessarily mean better cash flow working smarter and in the right way you always have to work hard to get better cash flow that's almost a non-negotiable yeah, no shying away from that you have to be yeah. right and we yeah. did a whole series on that do you remember when we talked yeah, about we did we did mindset and money and how money moves okay uh just to add to what you've said is some of the hardest working people in the world okay uh are the poorest yes people in the world but, but that's not necessarily – I mean, some of that might be education. Some of that might be drive. Some of the, Yeah, there's a thousand, like a thousand million reasons. Opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, but a lot of things, yeah. business owners, entrepreneurs, you know, property, property investors, people like that, these are people, don't get me wrong, who work incredibly hard. And, you know, as, as you know, Shaz will attest and I can attest, yeah, I mean, Shaz and I both work very, very hard and very, very diligently, but we – work in a way that or we tr both try to work in a way and Shaz will correct me if I'm wrong here where no effort is wasted yeah absolutely because you, you just learn that you've got to make the best use of every moment that you have yeah and uh, I, I, I learned this off of Shaz you know I'll you know no, no doubt um, so at least, I've taught you at least one good thing yes in the last 50 years yes yeah good I can sleep easy tonight <laughs> you, you can you, I mean You've you've taught me a lot of valuable lessons, 
and you continue to teach me valuable lessons, and I appreciate every single one of them. I tr I truly yeah, do. Um, and but but that that's the thing. It's not. Don't get confused with the idea of working harder. Work hard, but work smart, systemized process, plan, develop, grow. That will get you more returns and more cash flow than just working harder. It's the old martial arts adage that someone who is strong, you know, if you, if you take two martial artists, same level, same same quality, they've got the same number of years experience, but one has focused purely on power. They will lose every single time to the weaker person who has mastered technique. Yep. Every single time, and without that fail. Is important in scaling up as well, uh, because next week when you're going to share our four, five, six F model, also, Kieran, if you bring in uh, the Entrepreneur's Cookbook, okay? Yeah. In there, I, I wrote at the start the six pay the six stages of scaling up a business. Okay. So obviously today we're setting out the foundations next week we'll go into the real uh, nuts and bolts of scaling up both using our uh, the FFF model and also uh, those six stages but you're absolutely right because when you're you a person who becomes a good entrepreneur in my experience or a good business owner the two different uh, skills there's one who develops more than one skill they have a yes. core competency of three or four skills, as you've shared uh, in your example of martial arts. They, they have three or four core competencies that they build and develop and strengthen over time, okay, which makes them a well-rounded person, which helps them to achieve whatever goal they set out to achieve uh, within the limitations that they put upon themselves. Because as you I mean, You've heard me say before, okay, uh, we never achieve beyond our uh, expectations and our limitations. So whatever limitations people want to put, okay, they can do. Some people want to put no limitations, even better. Just go out there and do your best and scale up and grow and uh, expand as you see fit. Yep, completely agree. And I mean, I mean, when you look at, you know, limitations, you, you can completely see that in in the animal world. You look at um, certain fish. Certain fish will only grow to the size of the tank they're in. You give them an ocean, they grow to these massive, humongous sizes. You give them a fish tank, and they say they only grow to the size of the enclosure they're in. Fleas will jump a couple of times in a jar, hit their heads, until they and they will learn not to jump any higher than the lid of the jar. Then you can take the lid off, and they won't jump out. Yeah, but that's so beautiful, isn't it, Kieran? Because that for us in life sums up what we're really saying is stop swimming in a tank okay, and stop living in a tank and go out there and discover the deep depth of an ocean. Yeah, and, 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 the, you know, and the depths of yourself, the depths that you can reach that, that yeah. will be absolutely... And, and I... You will be surprised at yourself. Yeah, but that is our ocean, isn't it, if you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, and and you'll be surpri- you'll be sur- you you will surprise yourself as to how deep you can go and how far you can get and to 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 hammer home that that point i guess is if you look out in a night clear night sky and look at all the stars and we're not going to get into the science of how far away the stars are and you know light years and anyway uh, i digress sorry um but if you if you take a shot and aim for the stars aim for the furthest distant galaxies that you can see and you make it out of the solar system or make it to the moon you're still further ahead than every single person who is still looking down at the ground and not by a small margin either absolutely and people spend so much of their lives looking down start looking up start growing because growth 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 is upwards yeah but at the same time also with that which i think is important is where possible be proud of the stuff you achieved you know someone people i meet and say oh you know because inevitably it gets to this question by the way uh and it used to be the same and i've uh was around a lot of speakers what do you speak about what do you speak about or i was speaking once about somebody speaks about in the world of property it gets to how many properties do you own and the answer people you give uh, i only own five i say you say you only own five but in this room here there's people who own none one two three so only five isn't only five that's five more than what most people may have in this room here so own that be proud of that and say i own five but i want to get to 15 that's fine does that make sense so people who whatever they have they sometimes don't see that as an achievement i think see it as an achievement and think this is the floor and then have a ceiling you know as high as you want yeah i yeah couldn't agree more and i think also off the back of that is be proud of what you've achieved regardless of where you think you are in your journey but also be grateful for where you're at because there's always some there's, there's always a bigger fish there's always somebody bigger better done more seen more got more whatever you know i don't compare my bank balance to elon musk's bank balance because you know he's gone on a different journey to me i can't compare my i can't compare the two but does that mean that i've not achieved anything because he is so much further ahead than my i am no not at all and i'm grateful for what i have learned and what i have achieved and always be grateful absolutely wise words there thanks for listening to wealth made simple you can follow and contact shaz on the facebook pages and trust property tax and the profits wizard you can also find shaz on linkedin youtube and instagram alternatively email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk build your wealth by mastering money